You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 98. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Ah, okay, you guys, I am so excited. You are about to hear from four Yum Mom alums who I have, all four of them, I've been literally dying to have on the podcast for so long. I think that they've gotten like 17 emails from me over the past several months. Be like, do you want to be on the podcast now? How about now? How about now? So these are Yum Moms that I have really been dying for you guys to hear from. And finally, our schedules were able to align so that you could hear from them. If you resonate with what they're saying, if you want to lose weight for the last time, be free from food forever, I want you to go to lauraconley.com now and click work with me and get your application in. Applications are only open for a few more days. They are closing on September 29th. Okay, so you want to get in there, get your application submitted. Within 24 hours, we will let you know. So if you're unfamiliar with the Yummy Mommy experience, go back to episode number 97, where I go into great detail about exactly what it is. It's my six-month lose weight for the last time program, coursework, coach work that guarantees you lose weight for the last time. So go do that. We've got Eileen, we've got Carly, we've got Beth, we've got Mel all across the country. So freaking fun. So let's have you guys introduce yourselves to us by just telling us a little bit about who you are and a little bit about who you were, like your before the Yummy Mummy, before you ever started down this road, who you were before and who you are now, who you are after, right? So Eileen, let's go to you first. All right. Hi, everybody. My name is Eileen. I am living in Denver, Colorado right now. I'm originally from Minnesota. I have two daughters, ages six and nine. I am a nurse anesthetist. And just a little bit about how I used to be prior to signing up for the Yummy Mummy experience. I was always trying to find that diet or that exercise plan or, you know, run that marathon to finally feel good in my own body. I just was not finding the answer. Since finding Laura and the Yummy Mummy group, my life has completely changed. I'm so much more intentional going into all my days. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> but basically, just, yeah, like finding the solution to feeling good in my own body and loving myself through it. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I wake up each morning, like very intentional, feeling good in my own skin. Mm. So that's, that's it. That is so awesome. Oh my God. Okay. Eileen, this is just coming up for me. <laughs> I want you to, if you are willing, yes. can we talk about your vision? So you guys inside the Yummy Mommy experience, I have everybody write a vision for their future selves. And you like stepped into that vision. I think you maybe even emailed me or something. You had this vision of like, right when you started the Yummy Mummy of like you being on the beach, like carefree, like playing volleyball. And then you, I think you email me or you put it in Slack or something. And you're like, I'm on the beach. I'm playing volleyball with my kids. Like this is happening. Yeah. yeah. Cause I used to be so self-conscious. Like I wouldn't be on the water slides with my kids or, you know, my husband would be out playing beach volleyball on our vacations and I would be hiding under a cover up, just laying on the chair or not in the pool, having fun with my kids. And I was really missing out on it. And 
I knew that there was a way to to get out of this like craziness in my head and learn how to be comfortable in my own body and how to eat in a way where I felt good about myself. I'm not perfect. I don't eat perfectly by any means right now, but I at least know like how to reset and feel good and how to get back on track. And yeah. I have had those vacations where I I'm just standing out on the beach in my swimsuit watching my daughters take surf lessons. And it's more about just enjoying being present in all of that versus worrying about what my legs look like or, you know, my arms or something, something like that. So very grateful. That is true freedom. I remember being at like a resort like a year ago and being in the pool with my kids, totally free. And looking around at all the moms, like it's like they're shackled to the chaise lounges around each individual chaise lounge is like a little mini jail and it was like this is like i was like look like there were some moms in the pool having fun and then there were some moms just totally trapped and i just could like see them i could like see it right because i used to be it and it's like oh my god that's that's when i was like oh my god we have to free the mom so i love that example Okay, Carly, tell us who you are and tell us a little bit about your before and after. Thanks so much, Eileen. That's so helpful. Hi, I'm Carly. I live in Longmont, Colorado with my husband, my 11-year-old son, and my 8-year-old daughter. I recently launched a business. I am an empowered living and dying coach, which is something I'm very excited about. So awesome. Before I started Yummy Mummy, I just felt stuck. I felt like life took so much effort. I was working out too hard. I was hard on myself about food. I was like, I'm doing all the right things. Nothing works. And I, and I just felt broken that there was just something wrong and it took a lot of my energy. And after I have so much more energy, I have clarity. I'm open to so many more possibilities. And I think the best way I can describe it is that I feel like I grew up. Like I had this little teenager brain that was throwing tantrums of like, I'm doing all the right things and this isn't working. And it was so frustrated and I would work against myself. And now I trust myself. I know what I need and my confidence has blossomed. And I I have energy to pursue things that I'm supposed to be doing and spending time where I should be spending it in this life and not just like worrying about stuff that I can fix. That's so cool. That's so awesome. Well, yeah, you're totally like coming into your calling with this new coaching career. And I think that's like so important because that's what we accidentally without knowing block ourselves from, right? It's so cool because you guys her new coaching program is called Make It Count. And so it's like so perfect because that's like exactly what you're doing. And you're like embodying that. It's so awesome. I love that. Thanks. I was going to say this at the end, but let's just, since we're talking about it, tell us how people can find you if they want to find you. Because maybe they want to make it count coach. Oh, thanks. MICcoaching.com or MICcoaching on Instagram. Please check me out. Yeah, I'm very excited. I love it. Carly, tell us too, like you really identified with like the special unicorn comment, right? Because I always, you guys, if you've listened to the podcast or you've heard me talk like at all, you know, I'm like, you are not a special unicorn. I want to like literally shake the freaking organs out of you guys being like, I know you think you're a special unicorn that can't solve this. You really are not. And like, tell us just a little bit about you overcoming that. Like you really did believe you were a special unicorn. Like how did you take the leap to do the yummy mummy experience when you really thought that was who you were? 
Yeah. So you're right. I 100% believed it. I was like, I work out. I've been a personal trainer and a yoga teacher. I eat a clean diet. Like I'm doing all the things. There's nothing new that she's going to be able to teach me. Like I took the leap, but I was definitely cautious in believing that it really could work out. And it all came down to really scientifically figuring out what my body responded to, which is not like the one size fits all being told what to eat. And then just the thought work of getting comfortable in allowing my body to lose weight at the rate it needed to. And it was slower than a lot of people in the program I was with. Some people dropped really fast and mine was slower and it took about nine months to lose all the weight that I wanted to. But once I just got around that I was doing the right thing, it felt free and easy. And nine months is like actually such a short amount of time in the grand scheme of things. It's like a tiny drop in the bucket. Wait, so how much weight did you lose? 28 pounds. Oh my God. It's fucking amazing. Like, don't you wish you could go back to your like past off and be like, don't worry, we're going to do this. Like, it's going to take a little longer than you want, but like, it's not that long in the grand scheme of things. Like, it's so crazy. Yes. 100%. Because all those eight week programs I did, I gained it all back. So, you know, it takes, it's the shortest way to do it. Yeah, that's so freaking good. Oh my gosh. I love it. Beth, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your before and after. Hi, everybody. My name's Beth. I live in Colorado and I live with my incredible husband and our five children, middle schoolers and one high schooler. So before you guys, you can lose weight when life is happening. She has five yes, yes. middle school. Like on what is even <laughs> happening? Yes. And we live on a little hobby farm. We've got a bunch of animals and stuff like that. So life is busy, but, but happy. So before the yummy mummy, I was lethargic. I was unmotivated and I lacked confidence. I had kind of gotten to a point where I was accepting that. I might just always be that way, always Mm -hmm. overweight. You know, I thought that it was possible that I might just always feel that defeated. It would never change. And I was getting to a point where I was trying to accept that and determine whether I was okay with always feeling like shit. You know, my body felt sick. It didn't feel, you know, I got more headaches and my stomach hurt all the time and I just didn't feel great. After, I definitely, I think the biggest thing has been the confidence that it's brought to me in all facets. You know, I feel like I, I'm more confident in my own skin and it's helped a lot with my confidence and also just my overall general feelings and way that I come across in my parenting and in my relationships. And like, what is that? Like, how do you come across like in your relationships now? I think that I'm just more... I'm more patient and I'm more kind. I take more time to make sure that I'm processing things with my kids or with my husband or with my friends that I allow for that time. I allow for those interactions rather than just, you know, I I feel like the, the laziness came into all of that. The lethargy came into all of that. And now I feel like I take the time to just be present with my people. So yeah. And it's so awesome for your people that they get that version of you. Yes. Yeah. Like that's so awesome for you because it just feels better for you. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Will you share a little bit more about like the conversation that you had with yourself 
around <laughs> that moment? Like, is this just going to be like what we're going to be? Like, am I just going to quote unquote accept myself at this weight and with this health and just be yeah. done trying on the new things? Like, what was that conversation with, with yourself like? Cause I know I had a similar one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I had gotten to a point where I was telling myself or lying to myself that this was genetics, this was metabolism, this was age, and that I didn't feel that bad. You know, I, I felt not great, but this was just something that I had to accept. It was just who I was. And I had always dieted and overexercised and it didn't feel good in my body. You know, even the overexercising, I, you know, could get to a weight that I wanted to be at, but my body hurt and it didn't serve me. But I had gotten to a place where I was like, maybe rather than struggling with these awful thoughts in my brain of constantly wanting to lose weight and be a different human and look different, maybe the solution was to just accept it and accept that this was going to be the way that I was for the rest of my life. You know, then that takes us back to being defeated. I just felt completely defeated and okay, I guess I'll just accept that this is who I am. But that felt terrible. And I was lying to myself. I did not want to stay that way. I did not want to continue on that path because I knew it was just going to get worse. So yeah, I think it's so important for you to articulate for everyone to hear because we all get to that place. Like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to accept this. I'm just, this is just, this is how it's supposed to be. I'm just going to accept it. I'm going to stop with all the drama. I'm going to stop with all the dieting. Then we get that like little voice of truth deep down. That's like, this isn't right. Yeah, it wasn't right. It just, yeah, it didn't feel, I knew, I knew, you know, somewhere deep down in me that that was not what I wanted for my life. So I think that's so important because I think it gives so many women, people, whatever, like permission, because sometimes the body positivity movement and intuitive eating can get misinterpreted as like, okay, you know, weigh whatever you want. And then like, just accept that and love yourself in that. But if that's not like the truth of who you are, that just feels like, it feels like you're lying to yourself. Like you're saying, it feels like you're not in alignment with yourself. And then I remember having a lot of shame around that. Like, oh, I can't even do body positivity. Fuck. Like, you know, I can't do body. Like what? So, you know, I think that we give a lot of flack to the diet industry. And I think that that is justified. But when we can like drown out all the external voices and listen to our true intuition, and I don't mean that like hunger hormone voice that disguises itself as intuition that asks for a cookie. And you listen to your true intuition, your true gut feeling, like what is that saying? And it might be saying, this is not the health I want. This is not the body I want. This is not the weight I want. That might be your truth and that might be correct for you and authentic for you. And that's not bad or wrong to want to change your body. And actually doesn't mean that you're not accepting your body. We actually, you guys know, obviously in the MUME experience, we have to learn to accept and then love our bodies and ourselves in order to actually change and move forward. So it's not mutually exclusive, right? Like I think that there's this idea out there that like, if we change our bodies, that means we're not accepting our bodies. If we change our bodies, that means we don't love them. Like, no, that actually means we do love them. We're treating them with like love and kindness and respect. Like, can you imagine if like we got these kids and like started shoving like 
14 muffins and 10 cookies and seven bowls of pasta down her throat. Like that's not love and kindness, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carly, what were you going to say? You said a lot of it, but I do think that that's something I learned that like really loving myself is loving myself tomorrow and in a week and in a month. And that like feeding, that's the growing up part I talked about of like doing what I want in this second to like make my feelings go away or make myself feel better that actually hurts me in the long run is not self-love. And like you said, it's with our kids, like just having some loving discipline around like actually loving your body is helping it feel great. And weight loss doesn't have to be about fitting into any societal requirements of women, but it's about having your body feel great and yeah, listening to that voice and loving yourself and treating it the way that fueling it with stuff that actually takes care of your body. Yeah. I love what you're saying. Cause it's like so many of us make these little choices in the moment at our own expense. It makes sense. We have a lower brain that just wants all the food. Okay, Mel, we have to hear from you. So Mel, tell us a little bit about you and a little bit about your before and after. Well, I'm not from Colorado. Where I'm not I know. Colorado, I was like, oh, so. I was like, at the beginning, like, we're across <laughs> the country. And I'm like, wait a second. No, like three Colorado. I am. I am across the country. I am north of New York City. And I live here with my husband and two kids. And before this, I was the mom who was never in a picture. Even when I was in a picture, I hated that picture. And I stalked my husband's Facebook page. He's my only friend on Facebook because I'm more of an Instagram person. But I stalked his Facebook page to see which pictures he was posting of me and made him take down the pictures that I didn't like. And there were very few in the first place. So, I, you know, but occasionally one would like sneak in. I'm like, you can't put that up there. Like people can't see me like this. So that was me. And it's not because I don't want to be in pictures. I mean, I actually am, you know, reasonably photogenic. At least that's, you know, what I always thought when I was younger, because I was in every picture with every friend and every group of friends. And Mm -hmm. I was taking the pictures. I was in the pictures. I was just very happy documenting. I like have a million photo albums up in my attic. I was a, a picture person and, and it killed like me. a part not, of your identity that you had yeah, to basically say, ignore. yeah, goodbye to. And I really resented it. I resented that my kids would look back on these amazing albums that my husband makes for them every year, documenting our year, and that I would barely be reflected there as if I wasn't there, where, you know, I am the, you know, for sure primary parent, especially since I stopped working a year ago, I am spearheading a lot of these things. I want to be in this freaking picture. So anyway, now I'm in pictures. I'm in lots of pictures and believe it or not, after our vacation this summer, there is even a picture of me in my bathing suit coming out of the ocean. And I took a look at it. I was like, is it the most flattering? I was like, whatever it is, what it is. And I'm fine with it. And I let it be. So I love what you're saying because it's kind of like a metaphor, actually. Like you're like a part of your life, whereas you weren't before, right? Like I think so true. Yeah. So true. Like and you have the proof now. Yeah. Before, I think a lot of us are not in the pictures, right? Even though we're planning all the freaking sledding, all the vacations, all the field days, whatever. And we're not in the pictures because we're hiding. 
but we're also hiding. Like we're not just not in the pictures. We're not in the moment totally fully. And it's like, when you said that, I was like, oh, you're in your life now before you were half in it. And now you're fully in it. And that's just so cool. Right. Because before I was stressing about the picture and thinking about the picture and wondering who's going to pull out a phone and did somebody get me from that angle? And, you know, is that picture going to go somewhere? Are they sending it to a group? You know, is that getting posted? Is that something that, you know, my work colleagues are going to see, you know, is that something that I even want to have out there, you know, as a person who's, I'm sort of just generally like social media minimalist, you know, I I don't do a lot of posting. I'm not documenting my life, but at the same time, I would have these thoughts like, oh my gosh, is this person friends with this person? Are they going to see that this is me now? And who freaking cares? I mean, those people don't matter in my life. It doesn't matter, but I don't, you know, those are the kinds of thoughts that were there. You have so much space and energy. Exactly. Oh my gosh. That's so, that's so huge. I know, I know people can relate to that because they put it on their application. They're like, I just want to be in pictures with my kids. Right. And what they're really saying is I just want to be a part of my own freaking life fully and presently. I love that you guys are all articulating that for all the listeners because it normalizes it too. Let's talk about a little bit about why you might've been hesitant to do the yummy mummy or any new and different solution that's out there. Like I think a lot of people are hesitant because they've tried so many things that haven't worked. And so I'm just curious, like what was the one thought that got you to take that leap of faith to like hit the submit button, to hit like the payment button? And just want to share a little bit about that because as you guys know, and hopefully you as a listener know that like we, the cool thing about being in community and being in groups is we can just borrow each other's thoughts. So I just want to like make a platter of thoughts. And then if you guys, you listeners out there want to borrow some of their thoughts, like you can, if you want to. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, Eileen. So This is my second round, by the way, but signing up for the Yummy Mummy initially was a big deal for me. I thought it was like I was being superficial. I did not want to spend that amount of money on myself. I don't like spending that amount of money on anything, let alone myself. And then I felt like when I went to my husband to tell him how much this was going to cost, I felt like if I really went through with it, then I would be under pressure. Like now we're paying this amount of money. Now I better see some results. But I just told him, I want to take care of this. I want to feel better in my body. I want to be a good model for my kids around all this stuff. I've got two little girls and I just want them to grow up with a good example. And yeah, just like teach them about balance and about how to love your body, like not in a fake way, not trying to look like someone in the movies or in the magazines, but just like really loving your body and being okay with being imperfect Mm. in all areas. So he was more on board. And second time around, it was a lot easier because I just said, you know, this group and Laura's coaching, like, I'm a happier person. I'm inspired. My day-to-day is just so much better. I'm so much more motivated being in a group of women like this. And he's like, well, you can't really put a price tag on that. That makes you happy. Like 
go do it, you know? So it wasn't superficial. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, initially a little bit, but like, if you feel, I mean, no, I just mean like now, like what you're saying, like everything. It's not super. It's just like, whatever you got to do is like to feel good in your own body is so worth it. I don't even care about the money. I can work extra shifts and make up for that. But yeah, it's, it's so worth it. So when I love that you're speaking to that, because I think a lot of people have that hurdle, right? Like a lot of haven't spent that kind of money on ourselves, like ever, or if we have, it's been like in ways that like are allowed in our society, right? Really to spend like 5k on yourself for coaching. Like, really? Are you kidding me? So I love that we're just like outing this conversation because I think that there is a huge level up just in the spending of that kind of money on yourself. Like just in that, now you're someone who spends that kind of money. That means that you are worthy. That means it's worth it, right? Whereas before so many of us are taught this, and this is a part of freeing the moms is that like, we're not worth $5,000. Like, and that's crazy. Cause honestly, you guys, I mean, this is, it is a lot of money. It's also not a lot of money, right? We should be able to spend lots and lots and lots of money because we're totally inherently worthy. And that is like a part of this bigger picture. So Curly, tell us what you're going to say. Oh, just chiming in on that. I think it's interesting because it feels like a a big output at once, but in handling my feelings in a more mature way, I spend less money because I think we spend so much money on like shopping to numb or, you know, buying the perfect outfit to flatter you so that you can feel okay in a group or paying for a fancy photographer to like prove that you look good and you're pretty once a year or whatever it is (sighs) that you spend money on to soothe that Um, voice that's like, am I good enough? Am I good enough? And you add all that up and it's a lot of money. And I, I still like love wearing clothes that make me feel great, but it's not because like I'm hiding or am I going to look okay? It's just more enjoyable because I look good in like all my clothes, which is fun. Yeah. It's super fun. Yeah. And then that translate, some people be like, Oh, that that's superficial. But I'm like, okay, first of all, if it is superficial, who cares? We're allowed to be superficial a little bit of the time. Sometimes we're allowed to be shallow a little bit, but it's also not anyways, because it's like, if you're having fun in your body and you feel good in your body, that's like deep shit because then who do you show up as in the world? You are giving this beautiful gift of like your full authentic self when you are in your body and you're being yourself it's like a huge, huge deal. People want to be like, oh, getting dressed, whatever. I'm like, no, it actually matters because it radiates out and ripples into like every relationship, every moment of every day. That's like a big deal. I love that, Carly. It's so true. Beth. I wanted to add to that too. I felt like the cost in and of itself, while seemingly a large number at first, it really helped me to feel like I was all in. When you get to a point where you're willing to spend that kind of money on yourself to improve your life, it almost helped me to be more committed. I didn't want to be frivolous. I didn't want to waste the money that we had spent. And it really helped me to fully commit because if I was willing to spend that kind of money on myself, I needed to fully commit and I really needed to be all in. It helped me to follow through just on a day-to-day basis as well, making sure that I was, you know, journaling and doing the homework and coming to the calls and things like that because I had spent the money and I wanted to make sure that I was getting every ounce of wisdom you had out of it. 
Totally. Yeah. I, I believe that. I really think you have to have skin in the game. I always say like, even if I become a bazillionaire, like you guys are still going to be paying 5k because you have, even if this was like a nonprofit, like you'd have to pay 5k because you have to have skin in the game. Psychology proves to us that when we have skin in the game, we get results. We get that ROI. Mel, did you want to say anything about making that leap for yourself? Of course, the money was a component of it. But for me, the thing that was a little bit different was that, like many of us, I had gained and lost this weight before, you know, and I had done it and I had successfully lost actually even more weight than I've lost to date, but, you know, I'm on track to kind of match that, which is staggering even to think about because that was a much younger version of me. But I kept coming back to, I can't do this on my own. At that time, I did it with Weight Watchers and it was the accountability that I needed, even if I didn't learn everything I needed to know in that forum. I learned certainly physically how to do it. And there were some components of the sort of healthy mindset and other things that we have talked about, but this brought it to another level where it is not about what you put in your mouth. It's about why you put something in your mouth mm-hmm. and what you think before you put something in your mouth. It's yeah. not about tracking for the sake of tracking. It's about tracking as an accountability vehicle to yeah. identify what is going on with you. And I just knew that I needed that accountability support again, totally an obliger. I believe in the four tendencies of, you know, I I am, that's me. I need, I will do it if someone else is expecting it of me, but not necessarily if I'm just, you know, here for myself. Totally. Yeah. And I don't really think one is better than the other, right? Like none of us thrive. Different things work for different people. Exactly. I love that. Carly. I just wanted to share my other two barriers. Like one of them was being in a group setting. I was really scared of it because like sharing like how much I weigh or what I eat or like being in this space where of course all these other women in my brain like have it together and don't have the same thoughts and problems I have like felt like walking around my neighborhood naked or something. Like it felt so vulnerable. And then I got in there and I heard that we all are you know, hiding in the back of pictures or living small or having stories about ourselves. And it really was healing to be in that group. So that was really cool. And then I think I also was a little bit scared of like, this felt like my Hail Mary of like, if this doesn't work, nothing will. And that was really scary. But I borrowed your confidence, Laura, and that you were just like, yeah, you're not a special unicorn. I've done this you can do it too. And I was like, okay, maybe she's right. It took a while to like fully embody that confidence, but I borrowed enough that I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself this gift and go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all you need is like, maybe. Right. And I understand that Hail Mary, like, oh God, if this doesn't work, then I'm definitely fucked. Well, then at least, you know, at the end, okay, you are a special unicorn. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm totally kidding. (laughs) right but yeah that's all you guys need right like if you guys are considering signing up all you need is like well maybe right because and I think Carly I think you told me this at some point too like 
you know, you didn't fully believe until like several weeks in, like you guys will have to keep borrowing my belief, keep borrowing, keep borrowing until you can build the belief yourself. I teach you how to build belief actually inside the Amiami experience, but you borrow it for as long as you need it. And then you have it. And then that is the most empowering, most confidence boosting thing ever is like, oh no, I can believe whatever I want. I can do what I thought was not possible. Let's end with what piece of advice would you give to somebody who is kind of who you used to be, who's somebody who was in your shoes a year ago, two years ago, six months ago, whenever it was, what piece of advice would you give to them? And is there anything else that you just feel like you have to share? That's like, I got to get this out there. Like this is a need to know. So we'll end on that. Let's go to Mel first. What I would say to anyone thinking about this is that as mothers, I think all of us and most of your clients, not not all of them though, as women, we prioritize ourselves in the way, like you said, Laura, sometimes in the superficial way, you know, what is self-care? It's become this, you know, buzzword and it is cheap and easy to think that going and getting a massage or a facial is the thing that you need to fix all that is going on in your mind, taking the time to really sit down and and have the hard thoughts about why are you doing this and what does it mean? And is that really true? And maybe what you've been taught and what you've thought all along is not a real thing. You know, it's just work that you don't get the opportunity to do very often in your life because you don't necessarily even realize that, hey, everything you think is not a real true thing. Yeah. Boom. Like mind explode. You have to invest in it in all ways to see the results and you will. And that is like the true form of self-care too, right? Like that's self-care doesn't mean it's going to be rainbows and daisies, but it's worth it. And then you have like what you always really wanted. I love that. Let's go to Beth. Beth, tell us any piece of advice, anything that the people need to know. Yeah. I feel like I have people asking me a lot, like, how have you lost the weight? Like people notice and they want to know what, what's the ticket? You know, I feel like that's like the, what are you doing? Tell me your, that people Mm -hmm. want the quick fix. Like what's Mm -hmm. the, what are you not eating? And what are you allowed to, you know, always, what are you allowed to eat? What's, what is it? Just tell me, Tell me what you're doing in a in five minutes, and then that way I can so go home good. and implement it's it for so myself. Because we've all been that person too at the party. Too, yes, right? oh my God, give me the answer. Desperate, really. Like, I promise. Yes, I'll do it. Or- yes. And I find that every single time I struggle with how to answer that because it's not a diet. There is no golden ticket. There's no like I'm going to tell you to stop eating flour and sugar, and I'm going to tell you to intermittent fast, and you're going to lose all the weight, and you're going to be healed and cured forever. My biggest thing is like, I try and tell my friends and family, like, it's not a diet. And I can't give you the, sure, I can tell you what's on my protocol. I can tell you what I'm doing and not doing on a day-to-day basis. But once you start to heal your relationship with yourself, with your body, with food, then you can start to realize what is behind each bite that you put into your mouth and what each, you know, each choice of what type of food you're choosing to fuel your body. I think that's where the true, you know, feeling those feelings and being aware of them is where the true love and respect for yourself and for your body comes in. And that's the ticket. Like that's the golden ticket, not the food choices, not the cut this out and make sure you eat plenty of this and make, you know, 
sure, all of that comes into play. All of those are huge pieces of how we've been so successful as a group. But the ticket is learning how to work through the mind piece of it so that you can love and respect your body in the long run. If this is something you've been struggling with for five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, whatever, it's like no one at a party can tell you in five minutes. It takes six months. Like we got to dedicate the time to like the real healing. And it sounds kind of subjective and kind of like out there, but it's just, yeah, it's a whole long conversation. Six months. Right. Everybody wants the quick, quick fix. But I think the biggest piece for me has been to allow it to really take six months or, or a year. You know, I gave myself a year to fully lose all of the weight that I wanted to lose. Yeah. And so that piece of like letting it be slow and not be a quick fix and not be a five minutes at a party where somebody tells you how to lose weight, you know, letting it be slow. tried asking our BFF and then we tried doing it and guess what? It doesn't work or it worked for like three weeks. And then right. the next party asking the next person. Yeah. It's right. so, good. so good. Carly. Well, Beth kind of stole my answer out of my brain. <laughs> but, uh, I think it's important for people to hear. It's not a diet. Like it's like a, it's a brain makeover, this program. And it is really re patterning your habits and your thoughts. I'm obsessed with that. A brain makeover. I'm so obsessed. (laughs) Yeah. It's just really repatterning your thoughts and everything around food. And I think something that I'm conscious of, and I think a lot of moms are, especially with daughters is like, okay, being on the diet and showing like, oh, you can't eat this and you have to be skinny. And like, no, I don't want my daughter to have the message that her value is based on the size of her body. Ever, but I do want her to see true self love being embodied, being confident, and being in pictures and loving myself is what having a healthy body has meant for me. And I do want to model that for her. So that gives me the chill. That's so awesome. That's so cool. Oh, so good. Can't do it for yourself. Do it for your kids. Eileen, you started us off. Bring us home, girlfriend. Yeah. Something that they need to know. Tell us. Yeah. I just want people to know that if you decide to do the yummy mummy experience, yes, you will learn how to lose weight, but more so with all that and and taking care of yourself and learning how to love yourself, everyone around you is going to benefit from it. My husband is happier. My kids, when I go to work, I'm just, I'm better off there. You know, my patients are happier just because I'm filling my own cup up. I'm taking care of myself and I don't need as much external validation anymore. I'm just, I just feel so good on my own that it kind of spills over into every other area. So you really just kind of get it all with this. It's, it's the best. That's so cool. I love that. When our cups are full, we don't have to use ice cream to try to superficially fill them up because it doesn't work. Ice cream just melts. (laughs) seriously though that's so much of what we're looking for in those nighttime snacks or the handful of nuts or whatever it is it's because our cups just aren't full yeah we do do that deep root work thank you guys all so much from the bottom of my heart for being here this is so juicy so good i'm so excited for all the listeners and again you guys just go to lauraconley.com doors are open for just a couple more days and you just click the button work with me and you get your application. If you guys have any questions, you can always email me, Laura at LaraConley.com and we will go from there. So have the best week ever. And again, you guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I so appreciate you. 
Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it, love it, if you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in. Pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much, and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, The Yummy Mummy. Lose weight for the last time, end body drama, and get food freedom. You can just search that on Facebook, or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys, have the best day ever. 